This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. All right, let's talk about this Thursday night matchup. Uh, 49-point total, Eagles versus the Vikings in Philly. Uh, This Eagles defense is a little bit banged up. Uh, The Eagles are still favored by 6.5 points. The Eagles have the second-highest implied total for the week. So start all your Eagles. Uh, Be a little careful with the backfield, okay? Um, yeah. we'll get there in a second. Um, I am hopeful for a good game here. Uh, the Eagles defense is without James Bradbury and their safety. Reed Blankenship Fletcher Cox is questionable. I think he's going to play. We'll see. Um, but I think this bodes well for Jordan Addison, man. Uh, it's possible oh, yeah. that we see Darius slay shadow, Justin Jefferson again. You know, that kind of worked out well for them the last time that that happened. Yeah, um, and, and the advantage yeah. I think here <laughs> ends up, you know, going to Addison. Um, now, if you remember from the other episode, he didn't run a full route participation in week one. He was still kind of playing behind KJ Osborne, uh, but, you know, he earned the targets, right? In, in terms of targets per route run, he was definitely higher than KJ Osborne. Uh, does he see a bump in playing time in just a few days? They just played a couple days ago. You know, I'm not sure, uh, but he, can he take advantage of this matchup while running on only two thirds of the passing plays? He did it on Sunday, so I think he could do yeah. it again in this game. In you know what could be a, a little bit of a better matchup for him. So uh, I, I would I kind of look at him as an upside flex play at the moment. Yeah, I, I like Jordan Addison one hundred percent. I think this game is going to be a lot better than the one we saw. I don't think it's going to be to the day, but a year ago. So the Eagles played the Vikings in Week Two last year in prime time, and it was a debacle. For the Vikings, you know, it, they scored seven points. It was just a terrible game. I think this game's going to be better. The Eagles aren't as good on defense. If Mac Jones and Kendrick Bourne can have the games that they did last week against against the Eagles, then I think that Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson and company can get it done. Jordan Addison will be fine. Um, it's also worth noting that um, oh crap, the Patriots. Who did they play? Yeah, I'm mixing up. I'm mixing up teams. Sorry, that's my bad. But Jordan Addison. <laughs> Going back to him, yeah, he, he. I think he'll have a good game, especially with James Bradbury out, like you mentioned. If James Bradbury were playing, like I don't know if I'd be that comfortable starting him, assuming that yeah. the type of route participation he got from last week holds exactly. up this week, a short week. Exactly. Like I wouldn't be a huge fan of it, but now that James Bradbury is out, that makes me more comfortable starting Jordan Addison. Justin Jefferson is obviously a start. T.J. Hawkinson is a start, but Jordan Addison, I think this is going to be a better game than what we saw last year, and. 
even though the Vikings lost to the Bucks, I expect more points against the Eagles because is it this is pretty close to a heavyweight NFC matchup. <laughs> you know, and the, and obviously Vegas likes the odds of a high-scoring game here too. So, yeah, exactly. I mean, the the total in this game is 49 points. The Vikings will, you know, according to Vegas, they might be clawing back in this game. So, yeah, I think I, I do like the chances that uh, Addison does his thing. Uh, Alexander Madison, you know, he had pretty good usage in week one. He looked pretty good, to be honest. Uh, he was a workhorse. He he earned that touchdown that he got us, you know what I'm saying, to say that yeah. day. Uh, but he did dominate touches. He dominated snaps, opportunities. Um, you know, as, as this offense has its good games, Madison is going to be a big part of it, you know. And if Fletcher Cox is out, he should be upgraded. It does seem like he's going to play. Um, but something to monitor there. Um, on the Eagles side, you have to love the matchup, right? Baker Mayfield did his yeah. thing against the secondary, right? Last week, yeah. AJ Brown and Devontae Smith will too. Okay. And you have to think that Dallas Goddard is going to show up in the box score in this game, right? <laughs> so don't overreact and bench Goddard. Okay. He's still like a top five, top six tight end this week. We have a one game sample size of him sucking. Okay, so he should be back in lineups. Don't get cute with it. Just 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 play him again. Play him again. Yeah. And don't you're right. Don't get cute is the exact way to describe it. You don't want to just get mad, overreact, keep him out of your lineup and start somebody that's not going to be scoring high points. Like that's the worst. Over, week one overreactions are the worst. You don't want that. But the matchup, like you said, with AJ Brown, Devontae Smith is just perfect <laughs> like baker if baker mayfield is taking advantage of your corners like he was with the vikings in the vikings game last week like what is jalen hurts gonna do coming off a pretty bad performance by his standard you know he didn't play very well or as good as he could have i think against the patriots they're gonna come in mad they have a fast turnaround they can get the offense going again like aj brown Devonte smith Devonte smith he scored the touchdown last week and aj brown i remember it was like a couple of weeks into the season. He hadn't scored a lot of touchdowns. I think we were talking about, or someone. I forget who it was. We were talking about touchdowns. It was AJ right? Brown, and then he had the three-touchdown game. Yes, that's it. So I'm not saying it's going to happen that quickly, but this is the matchup to do it in. <laughs> you know, the Vikings have a <laughs> terrible pass defense. Kenny Gainwell's out of this game. Okay, he's not playing. I know a lot of you guys picked him up, but... If you listen to this ep- the show, then you know that he was banged up with a rib injury. Um, do I want to start Swift? Not really. Uh, but I-, I will if I'm weak at running back, if I'm weak at the flex. Uh, I definitely He definitely provides upside. You know, he has mm-hmm. zero floor. Uh, Boston Scott's going to get some run. We know that. Rashad Penny will likely be active and, and get some run as well. Uh, if I had to bet on who gets the most run, it's the guy who had the second most snaps on Sunday. Uh, you know, that's DeAndre Swift. How, how, yeah. how are you... Are you are you how confident from a scale of one to ten are you in throwing DeAndre Swift in your lineup this week? Whether you know, let's say as your flex play, four and a half on a scale of one to ten. I'm gonna go four and a half, just under. Like I feel good, but there's also a way that he scores very low. Like I think there's a better chance that we just end up seeing a guy like Boston Scott or Rashad Penny. They end up becoming the early down roll guy and. DeAndre Swift is still relegated to just receiving work, and he doesn't get a whole lot of that because A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith are going to be doing their thing, and Jalen Hurts is going to be moving the ball with his legs. I'm not huge on DeAndre Swift this week, but there's definitely upside. You can't deny it because without Kenny Gamewell, I mean, they traded for DeAndre Swift. You have to imagine, you know, this is why they have him, that he's going to be able to play both roles. I don't see it happening, 
but I'm okay, especially if I'm bad at running back. Like if I had to choose between DeAndre Swift and Brian Robinson, I, I would play DeAndre Swift. That's where I'm at with it. I think I might play Brian Robinson. <laughs> I'm not going Brian, Ro- oh, Brian Robinson was <laughs> saved by that touchdown. Like I, I'm, I don't want to count on that. Like DeAndre Swift. I hear I, that. If you want to do a true upside play, like why the heck not? I think that you got a better shot with DeAndre Swift at having a bigger game than Brian Robinson. 100. That's I hear me. you, man. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all right let's let's talk about a few other matchups uh to highlight here um the games that should be high scoring okay according to vegas obviously the thursday night game um chiefs jaguars 51 point total like that's going to be another good one the chiefs have the third highest implied total on the week the jaguars have the eighth highest implied total uh seahawks lions 47 point over under uh raiders bills uh at 47 points the bills have the single highest implied total on the week uh despite having a terrible week one but they are going up against the raiders they're going from the jets one of the best defenses, if not the best defense in the league, to the bit to, to the Raiders. Um, I, and I said that for a reason, Zach. Uh, the way I did just now. Yeah. Uh, Dolphins Patriots. <laughs> Forty-six and a half. The Dolphins have the sixth highest implied total in the week. Patriots have the twelfth highest. Um, the, just the overall highest implied totals for teams. 49ers are fourth. Lions are fifth. Dolphins are sixth. Bengals are seventh. Chargers are tied for eighth. Um, it's going to be hard to come by fantasy points in that Jets Cowboys game. Uh, you know, two of the most impressive defenses, right? Right. What yeah. is going to give in this game? All right. So I'm going to start with the Jets. You know, they had pretty much a perfect game on defense. That was Monday night against the Bills. Besides the fact that Stefan Diggs got loose, he had a big game. So the Jets have Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed on the outside. So how did Stefan Diggs end up with 100 yards? On 10 catches with a touchdown, like the answer is he didn't stick to any one side and he moved around the formation a lot. So the Jets, they don't move Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed around at all. Like both of them played tons of their snaps at one spot. So Sauce Gardner played 94% of his snaps on the left side, Reed played 96% of his snaps on the right side, and Michael Carter, three, 
not not three, two. He was in the slot 95% of the time. So who's the easiest matchup out of those three? It's Michael Carter. And is it any coincidence that Stefan Diggs played the majority of his snaps in the slot? I don't think so. Essentially, the Bills just kept moving their top weapon away from Sauce as much as they could. You know, he ran just 17% of snaps lined up on his side. That's exactly what the Cowboys have to do. They want to see CeeDee Lamb have a big game. And they can capitalize with Lamb playing away from the Jets' top corners. It kind of plays right in their hand because Lamb played a very high share of his snaps from the slot in week one, 78%. So getting him targets against Michael Carter is a way to production for Lamb and the Cowboys' offense. So if somebody's going to be scoring points on Sunday, it's going to be Lamb. But if Brandon Cooks, I don't know if you saw this report, he's dealing with a little bit of a knee injury. If he's out or he's limited, we could see Lamb line up on the outside more often and then things could get a little messy because there's not a whole lot of people in the receiving game outside of C.D. Lamb right now that I would trust against Sauce Gardner and, D- and DJ Reed. Flip to the other side. Dallas has their own dynamic duo at corner. Stephon Gilmore and Trayvon Diggs. The Cowboys' MO is to get you in the second and third and long and then let the pass rush just eat you alive. The only way to beat that is through a solid run game, and luckily the Jets have that. Like Brees Hall, he looks stupidly good Monday night. Dalvin Cook is exactly what the Jets needed to spell him to make their ground game work. They're one of the best backfield duos in the NFL. The path to fantasy success with the Jets, not through Zach Wilson, it's not through the Jets receivers, it's the running backs. So Aaron Rodgers is out. Passing game is never going to be anything close to what it could have been. The Giants were really kind of successful running the ball against the Cowboys in their first drive before everything kind of went downhill. You know what I'm talking about. But the Jets have the tools to run the ball right at the Cowboys' defense. They actually allowed the ninth most rushing yards per game last year. Zach Wilson isn't going to pass on the Cowboys, so the only way to get moving on the offense is to run through them. If they can't get the ground game going, it's going to be a long day. So if you want fantasy points scored in this game, they're two tough defenses. It's going to be C.D. Lamb operating out of the slot, or the running backs for the Jets. If the Jets can get the run game going, like I'm actually worried about this as a Cowboys fan. Yeah, and it's going to be tough, man. Because with Zach Wilson, they're probably going to stack the box. Um, this is going to be a, it's going to be kind of tough. The Bills were kind of doing that too, but you know they don't have the same personnel that the Cowboys have, right? So it's, right. this might be a long day for the Jets, man. And Zach it could Wilson, be a long we'll day see. For the Cowboys, like I'm actually worried about it because if Brandon Cooks doesn't play. Like they're going to be able to key in on CD Lamb. They can't have CD Lamb running in the slot seventy-eight percent of the time if somebody isn't on the outside, outside of Michael Gallup or Jalen Tolbert would be his replacement. I think they can. I think they can, and I think they will. You know, you know, I, I love when coaches do this, and you don't see it that often. Where you know Stephon Diggs is not a slot receiver; he's a perimeter right. wide receiver. Yet they went into this game, and he played. He ran fifty percent of his routes from the slot. So. Yeah. Like, why don't coaches do that more? You know what I'm saying? Know. It's like, <laughs> I don't, I never, I never really understood it. Like, why yeah. did DJ Moore run all, primarily on the outside last week? I don't know. You know, and we yeah, have, with, so you have to suck up Jair Alexander because there's nobody else in the passing game for the, for the Bears. I don't know. It and doesn't make a lot two of targets. Sense. Exactly. Like, it doesn't why? help the offense. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you know? getting one, one of your best playmakers and giving him the hardest matchup. It makes no sense. That that's my. Are you, start, are, are you starting Brees Hall this week? I honestly would, because Dallas isn't that good against the run. If the Jets listen to what I just said, the way to beat the Cowboys is to run the ball. Then yes, I, I think Brees Hall is startable as a low end RB two, and I wouldn't be surprised if he has a big game. If that's what's keeping the Jets in it. the game of the Cowboys, they're going to keep doing it. 
Are you benching Garrett Wilson? Depends. In favor of who? <laughs> is he a top 18 wide receiver? Is he a top 24 wide receiver that was, this week? Okay, that's funny because you said 18 first, and that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say he's a top 18 wide receiver. Okay, he has Let's be in the middle. Okay. We'll say he's top 20. But okay. he's one of the lower ceiling guys at that. It's going to be a volume game if he does catch because – Zach Wilson, just, he's not going to be able to make enough plays downfield that Aaron Rodgers would have for him to cash in on what he would have, you know, done with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. So you don't want to keep living in the past, be like, well, Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's gone. We're not going to ever see Garrett Wilson play well, but that ceiling is a lot lower. So that makes him top 20. And that's what I'm kind yeah. of expecting for him the rest of the season. Yeah, I, I do have him as a top 18 guy. He's probably going to, you know, reside around wide receiver 17-ish for the week. That's kind of where I'm going to have him around there. For this week? That's kind of... Yeah, for this week. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be after guys like DK Metcalf, like around that that range, basically. Yeah. Around DK Metcalf like... kind of has a similar issue where Geno Smith didn't look that good. So, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, there's, no, question, we'll there's questions of quarterback for elite talent. Yeah. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 